Welcome to the Marvin Pierce Dog Teacher Podcast, where we discuss various dog training topics to help you become the best leader for your dog. Marvin Pierce has over 20 years of experience with obedience training for dogs located in the Sherwood, Oregon area. Offering private lessons and group clinics, the dog teacher has been able to change the lives of dog owners by helping them develop and maintain an obedient dog. For more information, contact us at MarvinPierceDogTeacher.com. I think we're going to talk about dogs and owning things. <clears throat> we have a lot of dogs that come in here with with problems, believe it or not. Some of them are uh, people think they're protecting them. They're actually kind of owning them. They own a couch, a chair, a bed, a car, back of a pickup truck, uh, little kids, anything. I mean, I think people have a hard time understanding that the dogs are not protecting. They're actually possessing their owning people and it makes it really bad and somebody asked me before what I'd do if I walked in the house and my wife's dog was on the bed I I wouldn't just ask it to get off I would insist on it and then I'd call my dog back to me and pet it and let it know I'm not all mad at it's just not allowed on my furniture and I think there's so many times that even with us people come here with a problem dog that's really bad and we help fix it, rehabilitate it, whatever you want to call it. And then we try to teach the people too. But sometimes the people go home and they leave one thing out of the program. You know, they, uh, they don't let the dog on a bed or the couch. Or some people will go ahead and feed it treats for being bad. <clears throat> uh, and by being bad, I, for me, it's sometimes the dog goes in the kitchen when you're cooking dinner and starts barking and you give it a treat or a piece of steak or whatever. And just to shut the dog up. And normally when it starts out, it's just having fun. But for the dog, it's not. The dog's demanding stuff, and uh, the human's giving it to him. And that's what it ends up being. And I know if you got that perfect dog that don't do that to you, then that's great. But majority of the dogs that we get here has had issues of some kind, and that's why they are here. So it's not like they're the perfect dog yet. Uh, just the other day, somebody, it took them 10 minutes to get to tell me how sweet their dog was and they told me it bit them so it's like i, I, don't, I don't know if it's because we've been talking about it or if that's just really becoming more common <laughs> i don't know i don't think i could have a sweet dog that bites me i, I, I have the perfect dog yeah but i don't know I don't know. It would make sense to me if people were like, I had a really nice dog. I had I until it bit screwed me. Screwed it up. <laughs> yeah, or until it bit yeah, me. Yeah. Then it's not so sweet. Yeah. But they're still telling us how sweet they are, even though they bit them once or twice or three oh, times. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And yeah. Yeah. a dog that bites me, unless it's accidental, my little dog chick bit my pants leg the other day, but <laughs> it's only because it got in the way. Uh, it yeah, wasn't your enough. pants leg got Yeah, it wasn't. That's a personal. <laughs> <clears throat> so... And, if, you know, people, I don't know, it's just really hard to, for me, I think that people have a hard time holding a dog accountable. And, you know, the Arlington and Remy? Yeah. Remington? Those two dogs changed so much when they were here, and it's fun to watch them just, I mean, every day they just change and change and change and uh once they get to a certain point, then it's just a matter of keeping them here long enough to repetition, repetition long enough that it sinks in their heads. This is the way they should be. And right. 
Uh, we haven't heard from Remy since he went home, huh? Mm-mm. Hopefully he took hopefully out. Hopefully she's on here. Yeah, yeah. hopefully he didn't take Jamie. out a bicycle or a skateboard or something, <laughs> or a jogger going by. I hope not. Uh, yeah, I got a lot of confidence in him, and he's going to be good. And I told him we'd come over to their house and up on the mountain here and do a lesson with him with a bicycle while Mariah rides by with her steel pants on, so she'll get eight. <laughs> uh, we need to try to set up a time if it's still even an issue. Some of these problems just go away. Yeah, that's you know? true. Yeah. It is fun for me today because Chance, she was talking about he was pretty honorary today. But he's been doing really good. And But yeah. whenever he got there around all of us and 10 or 15 dogs, he got a little bit excited. Yeah. yeah. And so it was fun to see that she could still control him even when he got excited and make him behave. Yeah, she did. And Hank was the same way. What I like about her is she's just in it. She's, yeah, she's she doesn't just going to win. She, she doesn't care. give up. She changes what she's doing. She tries to figure it out. You know, we haven't seen, uh, what's the name of the black dog? The lab mix. Scarlet. Scarlet. She well, wasn't here last week? I don't think so. Huh? So she I usually comes every few weeks. Yeah, I haven't seen her for a while. But the things that we do for the dogs that we've done boarding training on or training on or whatever, and <clears throat> if we feel confident with them and the owners... When they're done, we invite them to the walks in town on Wednesdays or here at the ranch, and they're free. And then the Saturday set your dogs thing is $25. And mm-hmm. So we like to keep up with these dogs. And some of them we don't see for months and months. They're not once they appear again and want to come aboard or something. And we got a policy. If we hadn't seen your dog in a certain amount of time, we had to see them again before we'll board them just to make sure they haven't went backwards. And yeah. You know, sometimes we can't go by your dog's you saying your dog's doing really good. We can't. Because some people's dog's doing really good. Is Well, they only tried to kill three dogs this yeah. week and bit two people. And we can usually really tell sweet. right when they get back out of the yeah, car. Yeah, and that's a lot of them. We don't even <laughs> take them in the barn. They just get out like Bodie. Or yeah. uh, Bowie. Bowie. Yeah. They just got him out of the car that day. I patted on him and hung out with him. I'm like, nah, he's cool. And they just loaded him in the car and yeah. left. And they brought him back to board. But for me, those situations, it's been fair for me and my staff. I don't want to take a dog in for a week or two or three weeks and have to worry about him every day he's here getting in trouble. So, And, you know, it is fun because the majority of the people do follow through with it. So, um, so Bianca, what's your subjects this week? Hmm. I've got mine picked out already, I think. I just got to figure what they are yet. Man. Having puppies on a leash. How old of a puppy? Eight weeks, ten weeks. That's hard. But, well, okay, I'm going to be more specific. Having them either on a leash, in a crate, or in some sort of blocked off play area rather than just loose running around in the house. I totally understand and agree with that. A lot of people don't. You know, they, uh, some reason people envision that, hey, I'm going to go buy a puppy and it's going to be perfect and it's going to run in my house from eight weeks old and yeah. it's never yeah. going to pee, poop, or bark. Yep. Or bite, and they live in a fantasy world. Yeah. That little pup that I worked with today was having a hard time just chilling out on the leash. And she's had it on a leash a lot, but it hasn't learned to behave on a leash. And rather than picking on it, the whole lesson for behaving on the leash, I grabbed your little spool out. It's like a mini wooden spool. And I used it as a barrel and put the pup up on the barrel, and the pup laid down. And so... I told her at home, you, you, it's great to have the puppy on a lead rather than running around loose, getting into everything. 
But if it's not behaving on the lead, that doesn't really do any good either. Right. And so you can carry this little barrel or bed or whatever around with you and just put it up on that thing. And, and teach them a place, you know. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> That's all it is. And yeah. We do it with a lot of the older dogs that come here that yeah. can't settle down to. Yeah. And it's the same difference. Uh, Ranger and uh, what's her name? Athena. Athena. Yeah. They're doing so good. It's just unreal. It's crazy. But it's yeah. because we got them away from their mommies. And we have a, a pile of dogs right now that all three of us, you, Mariah, and I are like looking at each other like these dogs are doing really good, but it's not going to be that way when the owners come back. Yeah, no shit. It's a matter who's going to get bit. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. Barb's our name. What's her name? Uh, uh, Barb owns that little GS. No, what's the white dog? The one that's so mean? Becky. Becky. Yeah. That dog's the one that's going to bite somebody if we ain't careful when mom and dad comes back. Yeah. Because she's just bad to the bone, but she don't want to be. No. And she's done really good for she me is. now. I mean, hopefully her mom's yeah. on here and her dad, but that dog's just so cool. I, I should say, say owners. Some people don't say they're their mom and dads, but some yeah. do. I get more in trouble saying they're owners than mom and dad. But The most fascinating part of my job is seeing a dog at our place and seeing how much they change in a matter of milliseconds when the owners come back. Yes. Like... You can watch the dog in the kennel as the owners walk through the barn, and their stability just goes out the window. Yes. Right when the owners get there. Not all of them, but yeah, good but probably ninety percent of them. Yeah. 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 If, yeah. It's just crazy the amount of, and then it takes sometimes two or three lessons before mm -hmm. the dog can actually settle down around the owners. Yeah. But yeah. it's because the dog's been so bad. Right. You know, for me, it's not fair. But I used to say the harder and. The owner cried when they left her dog the first time. The harder it would be when they remet, but it's not always Sometimes true. Sometimes that's not always true. No, because I yeah. see some people just barely slow down yeah. on their driveway, throwing them out. Yeah. And when they come back, the dog still wants to eat me yeah. and them too. So it's not yeah. always that way. But I will say it's the hardest on that owner. It is. Yeah. You know the ones that barely slow down and throw their dogs out on the drive-by. It's not so hard on them when they come back. They're yeah. like, hey, hi. Yeah. See you next time. Yeah. I'm going home. But it is, it's really hard to see these dogs go through the stress that they go through whenever they see their owners again. And uh, Becky, that's going to be one. Mm -hmm. And we'll get some videos of her next day or two, hopefully, with some dogs and stuff. And uh, she's done a whole lot better on leash, still not where she should be. Right. I mean, most dogs that's been here two days are already walking on loose leash the majority of the time. Uh, Rio, he'll run you over coming out of the kennel in the morning. I mean, he's just bad. He's like, I don't know what he is, 70 or 80 pounds still. He's just, he's just so like, uh, excited about everything. He is. And I mean, he's going to make somebody such a cool dog. He I mean, is. I can't wait for, him, wait for him or us or shelter or whoever find him the right owner. And he uh, belongs to uh, Homeward Bound yeah. Pets in McMinnville. And so we're going to have a videos up here in the near future, right, Brad, on all the shelter dogs? Yep. We went down yesterday morning and videoed all the dogs at the Newbird Shelter. And Brett's going to put them on our page for dogs up for adoption or whatever it's called. Yeah. And go through there and check them out. They have some <coughs> cool dogs right now. They got three cool Huskies. <laughs> two full Huskies and one Husky, Husky mix. mix. Yeah, that one's cute And uh, they're super nice dogs, but uh, the two Huskies are just kind of renegades. They I really like the female. Dig holes and climb yeah. fences and run away and don't come back yeah. home. And uh, But we're going to have them up here. I thought now, but I guess we're going to we're kind of booked up on dogs, so probably first next week. After the weekend, yeah. yeah, we'll bring them up and try to get them rehabilitated enough, and 
the Rocky dog that we have from Newberg Shelter. Now we got one or two people wanting him. Yep. So uh, I think he'll be gone as soon as we can get him with the other dogs or the clients. And uh, they're both super nice dogs too. I mean, Rocky's cool, and the people, both people that want the dogs are cool. So, Brett, you got anything? Yeah, I got something from Rachel Marie. She said, Hi, Marvin and company. My mom and I enjoy watching and think you're incredible. We're good friends of Nancy McCann. Oh, We're awesome. at the lake with her right now. We live uh-huh. in San Diego. This may be a random question. She said, Suzanne is living in San Diego now as well. We'd love to have her train our Labradoodle. Is she going to be offering training? She Thank is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if she knows it or not, but she will. Yeah, she will. So get with us and we'll get y'all hooked <laughs> yeah. up. Suzanne might be on here, I don't know. I think she, she is, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so she might yeah. be on here. Especially so. if it's a Labradoodle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, y'all can change information. And Suzanne's done a great job. She will train with us for, what, well, she was here for she a year or so. She volunteered forever. Yeah, yeah, and she trained with us for four, five, six months or yeah. whatever. So it's fun to see her get some pups and dogs down there to play with and to train on. So you got anything else, Brett? No, that's it right now. Okay, so uh, I think that we should talk about leash work with dogs. Okay. Just, uh, <clears throat> I can't remember who it was the other day, talked about allowing their dog to walk in front of them on a leash on a walk. I totally agree that you can, as long as they don't pull on your leash. But that's the hardest part for people to understand. I think first you want to try to, I, I say do as I say, not as I do all the time. Because for me with a dog, it, I don't know, it doesn't matter to me if I start out by my leg or in front of me. I just don't let them walk on a tight leash wherever they are from the start. Yeah. Like that big husky dog today. When I walked him out, I made him walk right by my leg from the time right. we come out of Kennel Door. Yeah. And he did it all the way out to the big mm-hmm. sally port where we turned yeah. him loose. But maybe he's already leash trained to heal. I don't know. But I kind of thinking it was just his attitude when I got him out of Kennel. I never let him get crazy. I kept him under control the whole time. And then we had him come to us a few times. He didn't like that so much, but he finally gave up and said that he would respect my recall yeah and then he did it in the long lane and all kinds of stuff so yeah. it was fun to see the difference with him but i think that people get the they get them all mixed up you know like hank today he couldn't have pulled on his leash and jumped at the grandkids if he was not allowed to have a tight leash under any circumstances right right and that's the difference with it a lot of times is we i think i don't know i just can't see how you can really train your dog with them being on a tight leash, unless you're pulling rollerblades or skates or, you know, a sled or whatever. I mean, you know, you can teach your dogs to pull and you can teach your dogs not to pull by command if you want to. Yeah. But that's not what we're training and teaching, you know. Yeah. We're teaching people how to be able to go on a nice leisurely walk with their dog without them dragging you down. And people have a really hard time with it because I think they focus too much on everything else like on our walk today there were so many dogs that wouldn't focus on their walk they kept looking at all the other dogs we walked by instead of concentrating on the task at hand which was to walk correctly yeah. and not be pulling to the left and looking to the right and and walking out in front of you and walking behind you and sniffing the ground and and whenever i had the dogs go out to the side if you notice boo didn't get put right over to the side he had to keep walking he walked like six or eight laps 
And it was only because he just kept his leash tight all the time. He never pulled him, but his leash was tight. I think that's really hard for people, though. They see pulling as you being actually drugged down by yes. your dog. Not tension on your leash. Right. A tight leash. And that's for me is what it is. If your leash is tight, they're pulling. Yeah. So I think, and that's why I have people to lay that leash out of their left hand on dog's back and not even hold it. Just hold the leash in your right hand and see if that dog will walk there. I wish we had this thing we could put on the leash that would like ding when it puts a certain amount of pressure. So I'd be gone. I wouldn't even go to the last one. <laughs> <laughs> Especially the walks. It'd be <laughs> yeah. bad. I know. Yeah, it would, it would be, be bad. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but it is. I mean, the leash walk, it is the hardest thing for people to understand. And then I feel mm -hmm. there's so many people goes to the harness and now they got the flank leash thing that you put around your dog's flanks. And, yeah. Uh, the leash that we had up here the other day, the harness and the people had a leash on, it was literally the ring on the harness was all the way back by the dog's flanks where you put your leash on. It was. It was on uh, the back. That's just yeah. not very easy to teach a dog to heal when he's got to be in front of you to be able to have that leash beside your yeah. leg where it should be. So That and when you, the other part that's really hard for people is they let their dog drag them out to the beach and then start training on them. Well, they let them drag them out they of the house. never start right at the car. Yeah, and that's what they do here at the kennels. Yeah. They let those dogs drag them to the, all the way in the kennels to the back. And uh, they don't correct them right at the car. No. I mean, and that's yeah. where it starts. And they, well, you say all the time... It's, there are a lot of excuses for the dogs. Well, he's never been here before. Well, he's really excited to see his friend. Well, they're really excited for this. Bonnie and, today lunged at Boo. And, you know, I had asked her earlier, where's your e-collar? That's in my car. They don't work very good if they're not on dog and turned on and charged and tight. <laughs> you know, and at least yeah. usually one time a week we have yeah. to tell somebody that. I was talking to someone on the phone today because she was saying, well, I don't want to have to walk around with my finger on the remote all the way, all the time. And I don't feel like you have to do that, but it's silly to go on a walk without your collar. It's just silly. Because what if you could have taught your dog something? Yes. And for me, it's so much about the other people's dogs on the walk, you know. If a lot of times, if the other person's dog is being crazy and you can control your dog, you got a better chance of getting out of the situation. For sure. Than you do if your dog's For being sure. just as crazy yeah. as the other dog. Yeah. Or if your dog's being crazy and that's what causes the other dog to be set off, then you still have two dogs that could have been maybe prevented. Yeah. So, um, You know, we ain't heard our own, seen our old man anymore that's bitched about me about you knee collars. <laughs> of course, we ain't been to his park either. No, we haven't been to we his should, park. <laughs> we should cruise up there one day. Maybe join him in his training class. Uh, join him in his training class. got something from Valerie here. Okay. Valerie says, let's talk about separation anxiety. We had a discussion going on with our owners that the dogs are very happy sleeping in the crate at night, but protests being left in the crate during the day. Do you think that's anxiety or a signal that they are old enough to start giving them some freedom when you are gone? I don't Man, that's just a loaded no. question. I know we're starting war. <laughs> Bianca's trying to jump right in there and head me off. You Go know, ahead. I just feel like there's no reason... There is so many things that can go wrong when you leave your dog home. And the crate is not bad. 
I think that there's so many people that see the crate as jail. Right. Right. You know, that's what it comes down to. And anybody, uh, I'm going to like back it up and interrupt you for a change. <laughs> Jump right in there, Bianca. You know, there are so many people, and I read something on the internet the other that's day. That's not good. No, it was good. But uh, you like take your dog to the water, right? And it puts its toes in and it's like, nope, don't like that. And the people are like, they should carry a notepad around. And they're like, my dog does not like water. And then you go to put them in the crate, and they don't want to go in the crate, and they're like, my dog does not like crates. And then they put them in the crate, and they cry, and they're like, my dog is traumatized in the crate. And then they don't do it anymore. Or they, they it is a feel-good thing to find a way outside of using the crate, because people feel better not using it. But my dog will literally go over and open, multiple dogs we own will go open the crate, to put themselves up. And my dog would rather do that now than go sleep next to the bed. Which dog? Scout. The that's pretty one. fun. Yeah, he'd rather go have his own mm. space. And he wasn't like that before. He used to sleep in the bed. But, you know, I, I go back to, I feel, people sometimes misunderstand a dog's actual life. They like, they're literally in the wild. They go find a den. To hide and sleep yeah. in because they're comfortable there and they like it. And if you teach these puppies, and it don't matter what breed, you know, uh, if you teach them to crate as a puppy mm -hmm. and you teach them that a crate is a good thing, mm -hmm. then they will be able to be in a crate. And mm -hmm. for me, now, if you're gone 8, 10, 12 hours a day, I'm not sure what people do with their dogs then, their puppies, you know. But now, like Jody's dog, Trin, when she lived in the house, Jody worked 10 hour days and a lot of days I would get home before Jody and let Trent out, you know, or I'd let her out after Jody left in the morning before I went out. But still, she would be in the house eight, ten hours until she got really old. She never had a problem, and she would never even integrate in the house, you know. But I always say that Trent was an exceptional dog mm -hmm. because of the way she was trained. And she was trained. She would go in a crate. She would go out here in the dog kennels outside. You know, we had our old kennels. She would stay in there all day, all night, and she got skunk sprayed or something. <clears throat> she never screamed and hollered and raised hell because she was in the kennels, but she was trained to be in the kennels. And so I, I, it bothers me seeing people drive down the road with a dog in their lap. Yeah. You know, it's so dangerous. I mean, yeah. and it doesn't matter to me whether it's a little fluffy puppy or a big dog trying to get in your lap. It's just dangerous, not only for that person and <clears throat> dog, but the other people on the road too, you know. And... I think that dogs should learn to be in a crate, but the way we do it, we don't slam the door and lock them up and leave. No. Yeah. You know, we leave a crate door open, we teach them to go in there, we teach them to go in there and relax. Yeah. Then we shut the door, we leave them for a little while, we come back, let them out, just yeah. on and on and on and on until you build it up. And Dixie stayed in the crate. Yeah, with the door open. Yeah, I mean, right that was her place to go hang yeah. out, and she didn't mind yeah. being in there with the door shut. Yeah. Uh, Nira does really good. She does. Until yeah. you come through the barn, if you once Mariah's not in there looking at her. You know what though? She's not as bad away from the barn. Well, no, but I mean the yeah. barn is what makes it. You right. know, just because there's right. so many dogs. Yeah. But she's learned to be in a crate, and she's learned that it's not a bad place. And Moxie For sure. was yeah. the same way. Yeah. And uh, the other little dog that went home, 
the first one we done for Enzo. Eight weeks. Enzo. Yeah, and Gigi likes hers Gigi, too. Gigi, you know, runs into hers when you bring <clears throat> her in the barn, even without a leash. Yeah, so people just really misunderstand crates, and the reason dogs are traumatized to go in a crate and be left in a crate with the door shut is because I feel they weren't properly introduced to a crate. And the human created the separation anxiety. Well, they do. I mean, that's the biggest part of problems yeah. with dogs. We get dogs here three, four, five, six, eight, ten years old that's had separation anxiety. And, you know, knock on wood, I think we fixed every one of them. I remember that one uh, that was named after the stadium. Uh, Otson. Oxton. Oxton. That dog was on so much medicine and shit, and he mm -hmm. itched and scratched, and mm -hmm. he paced the floor so bad he got sores on his feet. We had to put rubber pads in his kennel. But by the time he went home, he wasn't on no more drugs. We had to rubber pad out his kennel. His feet wasn't sore no more. He could lay down. He could chill out. And when the people took him home, he was chilled. They didn't have the anxiety separation issues no more with him. Yeah. But it's because we taught him to be able to be away from people. Majority of the time, it's, I mean, and we see it here all the time. We've had somebody the other day that, oh, we just couldn't imagine them boarding training being away from our dog three weeks. Yeah. It's like, y'all need to get help. Yeah. Then come back and we'll help your dog. Yeah. But it's bad when you can't imagine that, especially when you get to see your dog four times in three weeks. Yeah. Frick, come take all mine. Come get mine <laughs> in the middle of November when I leave on vacation. I got like five or six of them bastards. You can have them all. I'll come get them in a month when I get home. So Bianca's going to have to have them, I guess. Valerie said, I think my owners are confused because the dogs are happy to sleep in the crate at night. But are whining slash crying during the day. I think that's sounding like. But anxiety. it's because the well, it's no. it's not it's anxiety, but it's human created. It's not dog created. Right, and the dog is okay with sleeping in the crate at night because the people are sleeping. Yes. If the people got up and were running amok around the house at night, or if the they got up at midnight sleep. and took off to the yeah. Dairy Queen yeah. and get ice yeah. cream cone, yeah, the puppy their dog would not be, not be sleeping. Or their pup is really tired at night, so it's sleeping. It's during the day. They haven't taught it to go in there and take a nap. They haven't taught it to go in there. They're just trying to use the crate rather than teaching them to go yes. in there. And before they have gotten to that point, chances are they brought it home and had it. I want definition cards because Marvin says you can't have your dog in your lap all the time. You don't even really mean in your lap. You mean right at your feet, following yeah, you to the bathroom, right. following you out the back door, following you to the front door, following you to check the <coughs> mail, following you to make your sandwich, following you, know, you to I've sit done on the lessons. couch. Here in the last few days with a lady, and I'm not sure if her dog will come back for board and drain. I hope they do, because they should, but she has such a hard time. And I told her, I said, you know, sometimes, ma'am, I said, people need to literally, when they leave here, they need to, when they drop their dog out board and drain, they should go to Walmart and get them one of them mixed up dogs, and they should take it home, and they start, she should start petting on it. And I said, then when you bring your dog home, you pet on that stuffed dog 80% of the time, that you want to pet on your dog and you leave your dog the hell alone and then you pet on your dog 20% of the time. She's like, that might work. I said, it might. I said, that, it's a habit. I said, we create the monsters yeah. and the dogs don't want to be a turd like that, yeah. you know? I mean, you look at dogs like uh, Kai, right? Yeah. Now she goes out on the playground with me. I took her out last night. I think you were there. We had her out, had her out with a pack of dogs. And she actually went and ran around. Yeah. She didn't play a whole lot with the dogs, but at least she's not trying to stay under my feet all the time. She's getting out there and trying yeah. to be a dog. And 
That's what people do with these dogs. They try to treat them like a little baby. Yeah. And I'm sure I'm not talking about whoever we're talking about, but <laughs> they treat them like a little baby, and then they end up getting all pissy later because they're wanting to bite them and, you know, jump all over them and just be a turd and try to bite people and And I know dog we, fight we and, never talk about breed-specific things because dogs are dogs, but I will say the doodles are way worse because it's this fluffy... Valerie sends them home smelling like angels yeah. <laughs> they smell good they're soft they're cuddly and people are all screwed up but, we all know, have something that's it's not we the, take this fluffy thing and it makes us happy but we do that too much and we make the puppy think i've got to follow that person around i can't live life if i don't follow that person around so then we stuff them in the crate and stuff them isn't a nice word we put them in the crate most people will throw treats in there and toys thinking they can bribe them to go in there and be happy and the puppy's confused because it's like, no, I'm always with that person. I can't be away from it. But it's not just doodles, though. It's all those no, little bitty fluffy is, dogs. Yeah. Any, well, no, I mean the little Jack Russells yeah, are that way. Yeah. The little... Uh, I, this is on record. Marvin's defending doodles Yeah, right I'm now. defending them. I wrote that down. We first <laughs> write it down. But the little, uh, little Yorkies. Little fluffy dogs. The little Yorkies do are oh, even gosh, worse. They're, so bad. they're worse yeah, than yeah, the doodles, they are. by yeah, the way. Yeah, absolutely. Because uh, you can carry them yeah, around their whole life. Yeah, put them in her freaking purse and shit. There was one lady that said, oh, yeah, I've never really fixed it because if he starts to get in a dog pie, I pick him up. Yeah. That's all. Just to eat your fingers yeah, or the other exactly. dog eats your fingers trying to get to your fluffy dog. But, no, it is. And then, like I said, it doesn't matter what breed it is. I mean, you see, we get all kinds of dogs here, uh, all different breeds. Yeah, have we have German Shepherds that have yeah. separation anxiety. Yeah, it's so. just worse with the little dogs you can cuddle and hold all the time. German Shepherds eventually get big. So they screw them up when they're puppies, but but then people get bit when they get big. Yeah. yeah. So for me, it's just it is a thing that I think all dogs, no matter what breed, they should be able to be in a crate anytime, twenty-four hours a day that you want to put them in there. And you should be and, able to leave them without them being traumatized. They don't need to get up and do cartwheels and backflips on the couch all the and time. And they don't need to peek table. through the blinds. Yeah. To see when you're coming home. A lady the other day, her and her husband was here, and the husband was laughing at the lady because. I said, you know, believe it or not, some of these dogs, I said, when the people go to the bathroom, the dog's at the door whining, and the husband's like, <laughs> I said, they want to get on the couch, and the husband's like, I said, they sleep on the bed, and the husband's like, everything I said bad, he pointed at the wife, and it's like, holy crap, and I knew it already, because I met the dog. The dog already. said so, yeah. yeah. So it is, it's yeah. just traumatizing for people yeah. To understand, and you know me, I always play the deals like today, how to walk your dog and stop and set your dog and walk off. That's it. And nobody got it right. And it was pretty dang simple. But then started. we want to tell our dogs to do something in a the language they yeah, don't half understand. Yeah, the time I do not understand what Marvin is saying. So but how do, how how do you ever think your dog me? would understand know. you? Yeah, I don't know. I think I explained it pretty simple. You think so. That's an opinion. <laughs> did you see me today when Mariah did it? I asked her one question, and I did exactly what she said. Yeah, but we're not allowed to interview you. Well, yeah, y'all can ask. You do every time. What do you mean? What do you mean? You Why do you do that? You asked the question after you did, you did you the this? exercise. And I done it wrong, and I asked her what I done, and yeah, she told yeah, me. Yeah, you don't give us a redo after we do it wrong. We're allowed yeah, to ask redo questions like before we start, and then you're like, no, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. <laughs> uh, here's Bianca in denial. That's what we've been talking about, denial. He meant to say <laughs> myself in denial, Marvin in denial. Brett, you got anything for us? No, he said I just had a heart attack. She had a heart attack because I said that doodles are good? I never <laughs> said that. 
Deanna Wentworth says. I think he said they're great. Deanna yeah, Wentworth says Marvin's not fair. <laughs> I'm not fair. No, I'm not. Thanks, Deanna. Deanna. <laughs> I, don't I know agree. Where you Deanna. come up with that? Here I bragged about her dog today. I think. Deanna Whitworth, isn't that? No, it's Whitworth. You're thinking oh. about Jerry's wife. Jerry, yeah. This is the lady it's with the Dina. little Willie Dina. dog. Dina. Yeah, okay. Willie, my buddy. Yeah, everybody's buddy. Yeah. So, Brett, you got anything else for us? So, people, we need some questions. We're going to get bored. Yeah, ask us a question. I even told people last week that they could email questions to the office. Would answer them. So, uh, did you see the picture today? Well, I probably didn't show it to you. <laughs> Looks like Carrie's sleeping and not working. <laughs> She's supposed She's to be thinking working. about yeah. it. <laughs> Valerie says, it's one of my biggest challenges to get people to leave the puppies alone and teach them to be okay with it. We had a lesson today. And I told the lady to put the puppy up. The puppy had had enough, and then she wanted to work on three more things, and then the pup just quit. It was like, no, I'm tired of this. And it just sat down. It wouldn't walk. It wouldn't move. I said, I told you, you got to put it up. And then for <laughs> me, they do it all the time. And yeah. all breeds and ages, too, you know. I call just checked out. They're like, I've had enough yeah. of this shit. Yeah. I don't need to learn no more today. Yeah. My brain's in overload, and I need to go take a nap yeah. or eat a treat or something. But people have a hard time. Sometimes people have a hard time stopping, you know. Then, like you said, somebody said that <clears throat> doing our clinic the way we do them is not good or whatever. Yeah. And it's probably not good for that person, so I just say don't do it. Yeah. You know, I've yeah. done it. We've done it. It works. I mean, That's great. Yeah. I've done it that way for 20-some years, yeah. and I've never had an issue with it. So, uh, for me, it's always about what works for that person. And if you don't agree with our clinics, then you can voice your opinion, but you don't have to come and voice it in person. Just yeah. stay home. So, Brett, you got anything? Nope. So, I think we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Brutus. Okay. And this subject I'm talking about now is not for everybody to go do, so don't ever run out and do it, but introducing a dog to kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know? We had Brutus that came here a few months ago. I think he was seven months old then. Eight. Eight months old. And he just got kicked out of another uh, training facility. Mm -hmm. Before, I don't even know if he met the trainer yet, but he got in dog scruffle or something. And, uh, they saw the dog scruffle. Yeah. yeah, so they just kicked him out and they brought him here. And he tried to, I don't know, he thought about eating me. He did. And when the video comes out on TikTok or Instagram, it's not the way the young lady says it happened. <laughs> <laughs> she has her opinion, I have mine. I don't agree with hers because she told me I told her to shut up and listen or something. And it was because her dog was trying to eat me. Yeah. But that's not what I said. I no, probably you said, don't say shut up. Yeah, I probably yeah. said, wait a minute, please, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Or if you was or don't talk else, to I'll your dog you. right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's going to eat me. <laughs> yeah. But her dog's so cool now. And, you know, her and her dad and her brother, everybody, her sister, everybody had been really committed mm -hmm. to making this cool yeah. dog. And he was bad when he came here. He was. And the fun thing is for me is to see the dedication that her brother had for her and her dog when she wasn't here. <clears throat> she had to leave town for work, but now she came back. And she was really traumatized because he just acted like he wanted to eat kids. And I think he growled at a kid one time or something. Yeah. And so uh, we, she brought him up the other day and, we introduced him to Bailey, my older granddaughter, and no, he done. Bailey and Clay. I don't know, but we introduced him to Bailey, and Bailey led him around with me and stuff, 
And then after that all got settled in, then we introduced him to Clay. But when we introduced him to Clay, I had Clay on my right side holding my hand, was walking. I had Dog on my left side. And and you had total control of the dog. Yeah, he wasn't being crazy at all, yeah. you know. He was curious about the kid. He was. That's all he was. Yeah. And so we finally ended up, Clay ended up petting him and led mm-hmm. him around a little bit. He and, did, yeah. And then I held the dog. you held the leash, yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. And then yeah. Uh, Bianca ran around with Clay some. Thank you. Yeah, your and pie you is, the dog is a hot mess. <laughs> I was just saying, yeah, is there a pie in there? Well, yeah, there is, but it was pretty frozen. <laughs> so, Brett, we out. ended up walking around. Bianca ran around with Clay, and I helped Brutus and made him behave. Because he would really react. When yeah, kids he'd want to chase the kids. Yeah. And so, yeah, once he learned he couldn't do that, and then that was yesterday or day before? Day before, probably? Day before, I think. So today we was at our walk in town, and uh, there was two younger boys there, mm-hmm. eight, ten years old probably, and they were both petting and hugging on Brutus, and Brutus oh, was just yeah. having a really good time I, with them. I, uh, but like I said, when you do something like that, make sure you got a professional that yeah, absolutely understands you yeah. and your dog and how just how to in re- a secure environment. Yeah, how traumatized you yeah, are. So and, I mean, there's so many do's and don'ts in that situation. Because for me, last thing I ever once. To get a little kid bit, you know. So, but we're fortunate. From what I've seen so far, done it came out great. And if you have a puppy, you need to get it around children now, often enough that it remembers what they are and knows that they aren't picking on them. And that's what we do with Clay and Bailey and Cody. Bailey's getting old enough, big enough now. She's not a little kid no more. So. We have Bailey, or Cody and Clay, and Keith and Jack. Jack got a, or Keith, Clay's got a little stash of money in the safe now from working with the puppies for us. Because he comes up, when he comes up here, he comes out and works with whatever pups we have, even our two. Mm-hmm. Just to get these pups used to little kids. Even when he's sick. <laughs> it's traumatizing on these dogs. When they get a year or two years old and you got to start having grandkids and you want to introduce them. Yeah. And they've never been around little kids. It's hard. So, Brett, got anything? Yeah. We got uh, Barbara Harding says, I was waiting for the pie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. It's lemonade pie. That's the one that says we have pie all the time. (laughs) And I tried to tell her we don't. Barbara, welcome. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's good pie. Yeah. <laughs> Katie said, what's for dessert? Lemon pie. Valerie Jaster says, changing subject, how uh, do you get dogs, how do you get dogs to stop jumping when they see someone that get excited, uh, or see someone they like or get excited to see? You know, we do that. We've got a few videos out probably, huh? We've made a couple hundred videos videos of that but i it, for me it goes back to a loose leash if you teach your dog to sit in the heel position then you start having people to walk up and pet your dog and it's got to be on a loose leash and behave and the person has to behave they can't hug it and goo and god and stuff they just walk up and they pet it and they walk off and we've done that today with hank up there at the park with his uh the lady that owns him and her grandkids and she couldn't even believe that I took the leash and the dog let him walk up and pet him and he didn't even get up. 
but she can't even hardly hold him back whenever they right. come up because he's lunging right. and jumping. Yeah. But it's because for me, it goes back to the leash work. You haven't done the leash work, and then you haven't had the people's helping you train your dog to do it. Right. You're just letting the people run up to your dog and try to pet it. You really it. have to rinse, lather, repeat them on a leash, not jumping on people over and over, and then they get it. Most dogs that we get here jump on people, but within a day of being here, they don't jump on anybody here. But we don't meet them at the door with treats and try to talk them into sitting so they can have a treat. Nira is a good example because she'll jump on new people, but we just need to practice more with new people. How did Gigi do that part? Gigi did awesome. And Abby did? Abby did amazing. I was impressed with how well I seen Abby doing and mm -hmm. Gigi both. The only thing bad at the park was whenever you was over there with Gigi on her back, patting her and shit on your lap. She was in my lap. Everybody else liked it, though. Mary Berger says, enjoying your podcast. Looking forward to seeing Abby tomorrow. Yeah, mm. that's Abby's mom. Yeah. She did so good at the park today. She did good in there last night. She went and hit up under a deal once. <laughs> um, Probably because mommy was stressing out or something. Valerie Jaster says, so you're saying, again, it's my fault? Yes, <laughs> correct. I don't know what it was, but correct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Mary Berger says, yeah, Abby. Yeah, she did. So really people good. try to, Valerie, <laughs> this pointed at you. People try to hold their dogs back. I don't think that's what Valerie does. So they can be petted. Or they just goo goo and gaga and. I don't think that's it either. What does she do? No, Turns them loose. Them yeah, that's yeah. what I say. It's the same difference. <laughs> They're no control. I think they need to have some control. And I think that, not talking about <laughs> Valerie in particular, but talking about humans. I don't know who's worse when somebody comes to get a puppy. The person selling the puppy or the person getting the puppy with, ah, oh, ooh, ah, oh, oh. let them pet them and let them fluff them up and let them jump on them and mouth on them. And... I'm confused. If I'm going to sell you a puppy at eight weeks old, when you come to get it, I'm not going to let you start being all crazy with my pup. Yeah, you're not normal. Uh, well, never said I was. <laughs> but I'm going to try to control the situation mm -hmm. a little bit. And I'm going to try to start teaching you from the start. Mm -hmm. Where some people don't. They let you ooh and ah and jump all over and hug mm -hmm. on them and kiss on them. And, mm -hmm. and then it just goes from there and mm -hmm. we get a good customer. Mm -hmm. So thanks, Valerie. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brett, you got anything else? Nope. We're going to bail off here pretty quick and go let some dogs out. It's about quarter till... So, you got any more subjects, Bianca? Valerie's full of questions tonight. She always has good questions. No, I'm like, I don't know if she listens that. to the answers, but she yeah. has great questions. <laughs> she lets us know here. <laughs> she sees them through. She sticks around, that's for sure. It's one of those deals where you need to put an earplug in one ear and when you get done talking, jam one in the other ear. So it can run around long enough in there to get noticed. <laughs>
You know, Gus and Bailey did good today. Mm -hmm. That's pretty fun. It was so funny when you did the walk stop thing. Joey was behind you and she was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know my dog could do that. <laughs> and anything like that to me is so fun for the dogs and the people because it's something they don't normally do. Right. Yeah. And the fun thing was today, everybody's dog was pretty dang good at just laying around. They were. Yeah. And we had a lot that originally were honoring. Yeah, I was pretty surprised yeah. at how many of them laid around. Even Boots just chilled, didn't even want to go kill no dogs she or nothing. She did, yeah. She's like, man, it's a pretty easy life now. I just lay around and watch everybody else get in trouble. And uh, Gigi just got bored, so I put her in my lap. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Too lemony. Oh, yeah, I just don't want it. Well, you have a bad stomach. I, uh, I just like to try to have these dogs laying around and chilling out. At the middle of the, of the mm -hmm. park. Today there wasn't even no dogs came by. It's one horse. I couldn't believe you know, I person. wonder if we said a hundred dollars to the first person who can get their dog out of the car and make them behave right off the bat. If that would change anything, because I don't think it would. Everybody's screwed up then because they'd really try. <laughs> I never seen Boots be bad today at all. No, not at all. That's pretty fun to see mm -hmm. her. She comes in tomorrow for four or five days. Until Monday, I think, or something. They're getting hitched this weekend. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, Brett, you got anything? That's it. You can talk about the products on our website. Oh, yeah. We got... If you go to our website, martinpiercedogteacher.com, we've got leashes on there. We've got some probiotics, some hats. Uh, we'll have some videos on there here in the near future you can pay to watch. Uh, what else do we have on there? Oh, we don't have probiotics on there. Yeah, we do. We, do. we have an Amazon affiliate site now, so we get a kickback. Really? Yep. Well, I guess we do then. And uh, <clears throat> like I said, we have our leashes on there. We have a few of our hats on there. My, I think my books, did my books ever get on there? Your books are on there, yes. Oh, really? Yes, huh. they are. So they're on there, and then uh, what else we got? Uh, we got, so like, kennel. There's a kennel that we suggest. Really nice dog water, water bowls. bowls. Yeah, yeah water we got bowls. water bowls that collapse. Yeah. You can carry them around your pocket. So go on there and check it out. Order some stuff. Let's make me some money. <laughs> so, all right, we're so going to we buy a pool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to jump off here, and we'll see y'all next week. Thanks a lot. Thanks for listening to the Marvin Pierce Dog Teacher Podcast. If you found this information helpful, we suggest following even more of our dog training tips and resources on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. Just search Marvin Pierce Dog Teacher.